Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Marla Mattinson, a relationship and intimacy expert for entrepreneurial couples. She's been on NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, Entrepreneur Magazine, and a million other places. Super excited to have you here on the show. Thanks so much for joining us, Marla. Thank you so much, Seth. This is awesome. I'm super excited. We are excited to have you. So what is a relationship and intimacy expert for entrepreneurial couples? It is a very specialized, niched world, isn't it? (laughs) So you know what a relationship expert is. It's someone who helps a couple in times of need, right? And sometimes you have a couple who actually own businesses together, and that's a whole different ballgame. And a very different dynamic. It's a completely different dynamic. And the the traditional relationship advice that works for couples who don't own businesses doesn't really work for entrepreneur couples. And so I know that for many years of being in this field, and also both of my parents are entrepreneurs. And so the relationship work with entrepreneur couples is, oh my gosh, it, it basically teaches couples how to increase their income and their passion. So you can see how your business is mirrored in your relationship and your relationship is mirrored in your business. Oh my God, that is so true. You know, I've noticed that what shows up at home shows up at work, what shows up at work shows up at home. You can tell how our marriage is going by the revenue numbers and you can tell how our (laughs) revenues are number go. Yeah, you get it. All the good stuff. Yeah, all the good stuff. So now your definition of an entrepreneurial couple, does that mean both couples have to own businesses and do they have to be in the businesses together? Can they be separate businesses? Can just one person be the entrepreneur and the other person be a spouse? So that's a great question. So my personal preference in working with couples is that they're both entrepreneurs, meaning they either both own a business together or they own a business separately. However, we also sometimes work with entrepreneurs where the spouse just has the entrepreneur mindset. And that means that they are a growth-based couple. They are willing to take risks and go into crevices in the relationship that, you know, maybe some other couples would like to avoid. They really want to grow together over a lifetime. And so even if you're not in a business, you don't own a business, you can still have the entrepreneur mindset and still grow together. 
Absolutely. So then you are, what are some of the areas you're working with your entrepreneurial couples on? I would assume revenue roller coaster might be one of those. <laughs> it is. So there's always money being left on the table, always in every single business, no matter what business you're in. And so it's really fun to be able to use the relationship as a way to look at where are we leaving revenue on the table? So if you're hiding in some way with your partner, what we do is I teach couples how to be extremely honest with each other in a loving, kind, unapologetic way in order to really reveal the truth. And when you do that with your partner in relationship, that's a practice for then going out and being more bold in the world and sharing your business with more and more people, being willing to make sales with people who, you know, maybe you would have shied away from before. But when you're practicing being very, very honest with each other at home, you're, you're more likely to be more bold and unapologetic out in the world in your business. Very true. All right. So how did you get started in this field? Because this isn't the, nor if you were a coach or a therapist or a psychologist or a shrink, this isn't normally what you would say, this is why I want to go to get my psych degree. That is, that's correct. So I do not have a traditional psychology background. My background is actually, thank you, is in mathematics and neuroscience. Oh, wow. And, yeah, you didn't see that coming, did you? I did not. <laughs> so yeah, math and neuroscience pattern recognition kind of really turns me on. And so looking for how these old habitual patterns are showing up in our relationship based on our family lineage coming down the pike right? So we learned things from our parents, our parents learned things from their parents, and so on, and back into the lineage. And way back in the day, these things were appropriate. And now today, what we've learned from our family, not all of it is what we want to bring into the future. So we want to be able to pick and choose the patterns we want to continue to create and the ones we want to release. So my background in math really helps with that. And my background in neuroscience, obviously now I understand the brain, how learning works, how memory happens, how anxiety happens, the neuroscience of conflict and what happens when we get into a fight with our partner or with our business. So I help couples understand things from a very logical perspective first, intellectually understanding what's happening between the two of them and what's happening in the business. And then we take that into the emotional realm. Man. All right. So that is awesome. So are you, are you digging it? Are you digging I, it? I'm digging it. So are you cover? It sounds like with the, so are you covering everything from like joint financial statements to joint emotional statements for lack of a better term? Yes. Yes. Nothing is untouched. So there's nowhere I'm not willing to go. And that's a lot of negatives, but I'm basically saying I'll go anywhere a couple wants to go in terms of exploring their relationship sexually, intimacy, communication, and in the business, because, you know, finances and romance are really the two most intimate things that you can deal with and talk about together. And, you know, we avoid these things like the plague sometimes, even in my own relationship. Sometimes I feel, you know, I want to hide out a little bit. And then of course I practice the, the work that I teach and I reveal myself more and more and more over time, even when it's uncomfortable. That makes a lot of sense. So math and neuroscience, what did you do before this? Okay. You ready? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm holding on. Okay. Um, so I was a massage therapist. I was a body worker and okay, I was a so how did you go? Okay. So there's got, I know, you right? haven't written a book. You've got to write one. Okay. Like 12 books, right? Right. So how did you go from math and science, neuroscience to massage therapy to entrepreneurial couples counseling? Okay. So short version. The yeah. The short version, the massage therapy and doula work was first. So 
I became a massage therapist. I helped women through labor and delivery of their babies in postpartum, okay. right? And then I was in a car accident and I rolled my car down to Penga Canyon in Los Angeles. Ouch. I walked out without a scratch. My car didn't do so well, but right. I, had a, I had a near-death experience and it really made me pause. And what I did was I went back to school and I got a degree in mathematics and neuroscience from UCLA and continued on and got a master's in math because I didn't get enough math. And then from there, I was a high school math teacher for seven years in Los Angeles Unified School District, all the while still coaching couples, still working with families, doing leadership coaching, doing business coaching. And then I realized, oh, I love entrepreneurs. I grew up with entrepreneurs and I just knew I wanted to work with couples really intimately on their business and their relationship. And so I basically created this niche. It wasn't really something, there's no training in it out there right, right now. We're actually putting together a training right now. That was going to be my next question. Right. Yeah. Because most relationship therapists and coaches don't know how to work with entrepreneur couples. It's very different. Yeah. All right. So darn it. I got like a list of questions now. Okay. <laughs> um, so Fire them off. I'm ready. I'm, I'm trying to go in the right order. Okay. So <laughs> it's funny because I was we were on the, you know, in the roller coaster in a down cycle a couple of years ago. And I went looking for, first I went looking for traditional therapy and um, met with like four different psychiatrists and um, didn't like any of them, not because, because they were all W2 employees. They didn't get what it was like. I was like, you don't get what it's like to be a business owner. Like you have no idea. And the best objection rebuttal I got was, well, I don't have to be raped to help a rape victim. And I said, that is true, but you would do a much better job <laughs> if you, you would understand better, God right. forbid, if you had been raped, right? And she's like, okay, that's a good point. I'm like, so that's not going to work. I have multiple coaches right now, business and personal development. It's funny. My wife is a, a stay-at-home mom, former therapist, and I have been, she has learned so much from watching me over the years that I have, and I don't think there is a better way to grow as a person than, I think the greatest personal development school on earth is growing a business. Completely. There and are no higher highs. There are no lower lows. I, and um, you know, nothing this is, that will test your stress and ability to handle it more. I 100% agree. And, and this is what I teach. I teach individuals and couples how to use their business and their relationship as the vehicle for personal transformation. Oh my God, that's awesome. Exactly it's funny, I've told her a million, like she's talked for the last year or two now that our youngest got to kindergarten. Um, what should I do? I want to go, I'm thinking about going back to work. And I said, you should coach business owner couples because you've watched me for a, you know 14 years and you've been through it and- she would be amazing. You got introduced to us, so that so I can say, "Listen, honey, someone else is doing it too." I'm not crazy. Oh, you should have her reach out to me. I'd be happy to chat oh with her. God, she would be, be awesome. amazing. She would right. be amazing at it. I can feel um, it already. She dealt with families who had kids who had severe behavioral problems, yeah. so drugs, promiscuity, skipping school, jail, and she would train the parents, fix the kid and the parents, and then they'd be happy and well behaved and not in trouble. I love but it. That's not our, we're not here to talk about her. Let's talk about you. So, okay. So I got to ask because my, one of my personal development coaches recently went through a near death experience and was dead for, was like in a coma for two weeks. And I had been extremely jealous 
because <laughs> I have read, and that's a terrible thing to say, oh but I've read so many books on near-death experiences, 90 Minutes in Heaven, and every book, the book by the neuro neurosurgeon who died and was like, mm -hmm. I thought this was all crap, and then I died and realized it's true. Um, I forget the title. And, but I don't know any of these, those people, and I can't talk to them. So when my coach went through it, I was like, oh, my God. And he wrote two books already about it, like, that were given to him while he was dead. Like, God yeah. said, here's the book. And literally, he woke up and wrote it verbatim. Um, and they're amazing. So I'm like, I can't wait to talk to you about it because I've always wanted to have one but not die. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. So, right. So tell me, so you rolled down the canyon and walked away without a scratch. Did you literally walk out? Like, tell me about your, I mean, is this a, oh my God, my life flashed before my eyes or were you like clinically dead? I was not clinically dead. No. Okay. Um, here's what happened. I was driving down to Panga Canyon at night and a car got in my lane around a curve and I swerved to get out of the way and I lost control of the car and it started to spin out on the road and I just thought, I'm just going to wait until it just hits the side and stops because I was pressing the brake and everything. I was, you know, how everything slows down. Yes. It all slows down. Well, it hit the side and then I started to roll and I thought, and I immediately, I was out of my body looking through the rear window of the car with my body in my, in my, in my, this is all in my mind, right? right? right, right, right. My, my body is flying out of the car, but my, I'm watching myself roll down the hill and I thought to myself, all right, God, if you want me on this earth, you better come down here and help. A little, <laughs> a little arrogance comes through. Right? Right? The real, real comes in, right? And then um, I start rolling down the hill, and I think to myself, oh, this is how people die. Not this is how I'm going to die, but this right. is how people, people die. Those other people. And then a big rock stopped my car from rolling completely down the hill. And so I was upside down, hanging by the seatbelts. And, and then, you know, all these flashbacks from, you know, movies that I've seen yeah. where cars explode or whatever. Yeah. And I thought, oh my God, I got to turn gotta the get car away off. from the car. Yeah. yeah. So I turned the car off, but I forgot to take the keys out. You know, I wasn't thinking properly. I reached up to the seat next to me to grab my bag. It wasn't there because the seat wasn't there because it was on the ceiling. I was confused. So I shimmied my feet out from the car because uh, they got, my feet got trapped. I had to walk out in my socks. And I had leaves and sticks in my hair from, because there's dirt and sure. gravel and everything. And I climbed out of the broken window and climbed up the hill. And I must've looked like the Loch Ness monster or something. I don't know, but um, I had really, really long hair at the time and just leaves and sticks everywhere in my hair. And this couple saw me go over the, the curve and they stopped and they got out of the car and they came over to help me. And it was a complete game changer. I took off about a month from everything. At the time I was, I loved my work as a massage therapist and a doula. And I really listened deeply for about a month. And the, the voice was basically like, release the entire massage clientele, only work the, with the babies and go back to school and go to medical school. So I had a big lofty goal and I thought, okay, I'm going to be a chemistry major. So that was October of 2000 and one uh, October 2000 October and then January 2001 I was enrolled in school and then I realized the parts about chemistry that I really enjoyed were all the math parts I had no idea I just I had a big crush on my middle school math teacher which is the only reason I thought I was doing well at math but actually oh I was God. great at math <laughs> 
So that's my story. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You got to write a couple of books. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So back to entrepreneurial couples. Um, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see entrepreneurial couples making that you help with? Well, hiding is one of the biggest mistakes. So what happens is we get embarrassed, we get, we feel ashamed, we feel guilty, we feel nervous, we feel stressed, especially around money. You know, I was just reading something yesterday that 87% of couples that are in business together don't get financial backing. They're going in on with themselves. They're just going in with their own money, self-funded. Yeah. And so that amount of stress and pressure when you don't really know how the money's going to come in seeps into everything. And so one of the big mistakes is to let that shame, guilt, stress fester and, in, and, and turn inward. And yeah. instead what you want to do is you want to have like a 15 minute meeting every day with your partner. If you're in business with your partner, or if you're not, doesn't matter. Just to vent it out, just to say, Hey, I'm feeling nervous about this. Okay, this so I got to ask because I resemble this remark a lot. Huh? Okay. <laughs> so I've had this limiting belief that I, my wife is home with the three kids I see how hard she, harder work, she works harder than I do. Um, I see how hard she works, how stressed she is, how the million directions she's pulled in. And I feel like I don't want to stress you more. I don't want to tell you that I'm freaking out because I'm worried this client is going to leave or whatever's going to happen or this employee was caught stealing or whatever. I don't want to tell you any of that because you're already stressed and I feel like I'm going to make you worse. And when we have that fight, she's like, no, 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 I'm your support. You got to tell me. And I'm like, but I still feel bad because I see that you're falling on your face already. And I'm like, hey, want to stay up for half an hour and get more stressed? <laughs> okay, you're going to love this. this. Are you ready to change this limiting belief yes. right now on the spot? Yes. Okay, here we go. So here's what you're going to do. It's not, okay, this is hard for an entrepreneur to hear. So just put your hand on your heart. It's going to be okay. Okay. It's not all about you. Okay. That's number one. It's not all about you. I know it's going to be, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So here's the deal. You're going to have a 15 minute meeting for you and a 15 minute meeting for her. And what you're going to do is you're going to do two things in the meeting. Number one, you're going to share all the crap and negativity that's going on so that you can just vent it out so that you can have it reflected. And what she's going to do while you're venting and getting it out, like, I'm nervous about this client, I'm nervous about this, she's just going to take notes. She's not even going to look at you while you're talking. She's going to just literally take notes on a piece of paper, bullet points, and read them. Yeah, read them back to you. Here's what I heard you say, sweetheart. You're nervous about this, 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 and this. Is there anything else? Did I miss anything? And then you can vent out more get more out and she'll reflect those things back and then she's gonna ask do you feel complete yes I feel complete wonderful now share with me some of the celebrations what's going well what are you excited yeah. about what's what do you want to share with me that you're on a high about and then you're gonna go through those things same thing she's not gonna look at you she's gonna write a list she's gonna bullet point all those things and reflect them back again and then hey did I miss anything and you can say oh yeah I forgot this other cool things happening and so you're gonna do the yin, the yang, the black and the white, the good and the bad. You're going to excavate and you're going to celebrate. And then you're going to say, now you tell me, babe, what are you stressed about? And you're going to do the same thing. You're not going to look at her when she's talking. You're going to write those bullet points, et cetera. And you're going to do it for her. It is the most counterintuitive thing because yeah. you just want to save her from your pain. Yes. She wants to save you from her pain, but no, really no, no, what that's you, not an issue. She's happy. Yeah, to she'll tell you. Okay. Well, that's good. See, she's already healthy. I love yes. her already. Yes. So here's the thing. 
we think that we're doing a favor to our, to our loved ones when we don't share the real of what's going on. But actually that diverges the path. You're separating more and more over time when you don't include your partner in what the stress is and what the celebrations are. And instead, if you keep bringing it and weaving it together on a daily basis until you feel like, you know what, maybe we could do it three days a week now. Maybe we can do it twice a week now. It doesn't have to be. But in the beginning, every day, 15 minutes for you, 15 minutes for her. And I would do it back to back if you can. If you can't do half hour back to back, 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there with a timer. I'm a big timer fan. <laughs> awesome. All right. So that was... Are you going to um, do it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, mistake number one, which was hiding. Uh, what's mistake number two? Mistake number two, oh, this is, this is tender, okay, is pretending you're further along the path than you are. Okay. This is so vulnerable for all of us because how do we do that? On one hand, we're visioning our future. We're doing all of our mantras. We're doing all of the work to say, this is me. And then we have to remember, actually, I'm not quite there yet. Okay. So it's to keep the ego in check. So we want to both have our big vision for our future of our relationship, our future of our business. And we want to remember, well, Let's look at the truth of where I am now. So you always want to hold two visions. The big mistake is only holding the big vision. The, the healing for it is having two visions, which is one is the 90-day vision, right? The next steps, the immediate, yes, I'm doing this. This is where I'm at, and I'm moving towards this smaller vision and holding the big vision at the same time. Because when you're in a down place, that big vision feels so huge, you don't even relate to it, but you can do the very next step. And that's healing that big mistake of only thinking you're further along than you are. Okay, absolutely love it. Um, sounds like you've got a proven process and a system that works. Who is an ideal client for you? Are there revenue numbers that they have to meet? Um, any yeah. minimum requirements? So the minimum requirements are, first of all, they have to have a vehicle for bringing in income and increasing that income. If, they're, if they have a static income or a fixed income, I, I'm not for them. I work with couples who have a vehicle to bring in more money, and so I can show them where they're leaving that money on the table. So typically, we work with seven and eight-figure business owners. Sometimes we'll work with a multiple six-figure business owner, but they have to be hungry for it. We, they need to be willing to do anything I ask them to do. They need to be risk takers, empire builders, the ones who really have a strong vision inside and they want to bring it out into the world and have a phenomenal relationship at the same time. Both. I love it. That is absolutely awesome for our folks who are resonating with what you're sharing because our audience is all pretty much entrepreneurs. Um, where is the best place for them to go to learn more about your amazing process? So MarlaMattinson.com is my website. And then the Intimacy Experts on Instagram is a place that we share quite a bit. And then just on Facebook or LinkedIn, Twitter, you know, Marla Mattinson. But the Intimacy Experts is the Instagram handle. Okay, Marla Mattinson, M-A-T-T-E-N-S-O-N.com. We'll put the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. 
text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch sheet. sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs> <laughs>